What up, everybody? Happy New Year's Eve. This is Naps, though, and welcome to another episode of Sack Vibes. This is part two and continuation of last week's podcast about the hip-hop culture in the 2010s. This is also a special episode for us because it is our 50th episode of Sack Vibes. That's right. Crazy how time flies, right? Anyways, we want to thank all of our listeners that have been there since day one or have recently discovered our podcast, and we cannot wait for the 2020s and what it has for us in store so one more time for the 2010s why don't you sit back relax and enjoy the vibes but i'm still saying like it still does make me question like okay like pop song comes out like taylor swift Mm -hmm. had a song like globally (laughs) yeah switzerland you know what i'm saying all these places like which gets down, bro. How you know? It's like the reach of it. Yeah, and this reach. is part of the reason why I say like Drake is important because his reach is like yeah, hotline bling. Because he can do both. He yeah. can reach into the same avenues that Taylor Swift is going into, but I'm, he can also reach into Kendrick. But I'm wondering, like, like, I mean, pop music is like everywhere, bro. Like, like, do you remember the? So and remember, I, and it makes me wonder, like, if that. If it's the inverse is actually true, where like pop music has influenced hip hop, hip hop, yes, I think so. Because like the stuff that's on the radio is Ooh. poppy, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. And yeah, so is like... are are they isn't isn't the hip hop culture like catering itself to the masses? Yeah, of yeah, what's and, already I mean, being heard listened to around the world and and that's why uh yeah that's why that's why people wait yeah that's why a lot of people call it hip-hop like there's that whole sub-genre of hip-hop that's why when it that's why this whole conversation every time we brought up drake we're like oh like kind of like killing it ourselves over it because we know it's not just like the hip-hop itself but that's the best but even leading back to that i wanted to go back to why is it that we feel like that that, that's what I'm listening to different parts. Like, why is it that we feel uh when we feel when we when we think about giving Drake the crown? That's a good point. Because he's really conquered those I, little I, corners. I, one person brought well, it because he's light skinned but I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, oh. no, it's not. It's not because of his light skin. Yeah, I don't think so either. But it's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's his but, voice. He can hit those notes. No, it's not. His, it's not his voice either. It's his um, it's his technical ability. As a memes. rapper, yes. Memes. As a, as as a rapper, no, it's not his memes either. Well, yeah, I know because the thing is, it's like but people but but is, <laughs> Drake can rap though. People but, be sleep, but but think about this though: is he the best rapper? No, no. no. <laughs> there, there it is, right there. Oh, why? Yeah. Because when it used to be a thing where in the you, previous you decade, the crown, you if you the had the crown, rapper. you were Jay-Z. the best rapper. It was a thing where it was the best rapper alive. Like yeah. that's that's no longer a thing anymore. Yeah. You have your own regions. Yeah. It's no longer a thing anymore. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Even Jay-Z himself said that that was like being the tallest midget. Like, that's... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No one really... <laughs> no one really is, like, having that debate anymore. Because yeah. it's not just about, like, technical ability. Because a dude on the street can have, like... You know, he could be the best rapper alive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's but true. what makes you like? Yeah, no. People look at accolades now. Yeah, people yeah. look at accolades. Accolades, sales, yeah. Grammys, 
Yeah, and all that Who stuff. Who you collaborate and the reason with? Why, and the reason why people don't pick Drake is because they know several other artists that have technically uh, better abilities than Drake. Yeah. But when it comes to accolades, then yeah, then Drake. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. But who's yeah? But I feel like I think I, I feel should, like that yeah. also kind of causes him to be slept on how good of a rapper he is, though. Yeah, well, I've heard him because the thing the thing about stuff. it, <clears throat> yeah, that's true. And the thing about it is like, it used to be like, it used to be a whole thing where you used to sell out. Yeah, like if yeah. you you know you, you if you, you know I think it was a. Uh, I think it was like Suge Knight that was talking about Diddy. Mm. And it was like, oh, he all up in the videos, dancing. Yeah, yeah, that was right. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. <laughs> like, that was the thing to, like, almost kind of, like, be frowned upon. The shiny like, pants? Yeah, era? like, yeah, the shiny pants. Yeah, like, yeah. That, like, that wasn't, like, real rap, quote unquote. Yeah. You know, or, like, okay. It was, it was, it was, like, a thing where it was just like, well, if you want that real shit, then. Death Row. <laughs> death row. <laughs> yeah, you're going to come to Death Row. <laughs> no, this is, no, this is quoting that, the Source Awards. I'm literally should, quoting should that not, speech. Not but that's important yeah. to yeah. talk about because, like, that's literally, that's literally the foreground of how we're judging and valuing these artists that we're listening to and validating them. Yeah, is because what he said it was is literally what people were talking about, like in barbershops and amongst their friends and in high schools and and all that stuff. Like yeah. that same stuff. It's just like, man, are you trying to hear that? Like. That lyrical, like, you know what I'm saying? That real? Or are you trying to hear, like, you know, what's popular and what's, like, on the airwaves on the radio? And this this is why I always give it up to, like, Jay-Z as being, like, the greatest of all time. Because he has songs for all arenas. If you want to go to the party... He's got them. He has a, some songs you could play for that. If you want to just chill and listen to some conceptual shit... He's got Some it. learn some shit. Story. If you want to hear a story, like, bro, like... I I heard Empire State of Mind the other day and I was just like, this oh song my is God. so that is a pop song. That yeah, is a pop song. You got Alicia Keys singing her ass out, bro. That that song was hard as fuck. It does, bro. See Umbrella, him, dude. See, no, that's Rihanna. No, no, no. That's but still, even I'm gonna get back to that song in a minute. But dude, I promise you, he, seeing him do, being in the room while he does Empire State of Mind, that is a different type of fucking energy but back to umbrella yeah, even on the song that's so this is a pop song yeah it is a pop song i forget what the fuck the line is and i'm about i'm sorry i'm about to butcher this just on, on the off chance jay-z <laughs> listens to the shit he said he's yeah all the time <laughs> he said um like stacking chips for stacking chips for precipitation save chips for a rainy day yeah Ooh. Ooh. that's a bore in a, That's pop a mother, song. in a pop song. So this is the a person who goes like, I am, like again, like I am one of the best rappers. I can rap the rapidy rap 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 my ass off, but I can still be on a pop song, be comfortable, still drop bars like that to to have that. And that's where I feel like that's something. And like you said, I'm interested in the next decade. I'm interested where, because I feel like Kendrick has that ability. But I feel like I said, be previous to damn, I feel like now, because now like, I'll, I'll hear like um, DNA at weddings and shit like that. Before there was no Kendrick Humble at weddings even. and shit like Humble that. Humble, even. yeah. 
Um, there was sorry. That's I met. I probably wouldn't hear DNA yeah, at a wedding. Probably humble. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I probably hear that way. But like, feel me. So before before that, there wasn't no Kendrick's. And this was a black wedding. That maybe I hear a couple of other songs. But like at a regular mixed company wedding, there was no Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? So I see him as a person who has that ability. And so who knows? He, he might, he might by, bypass Drake, but we'll see what happens. So there's something I need to bring up yeah. because I. I I think it's almost an injustice that we haven't talked about this damn near two hours into the podcast. Almost. Um, yeah, I feel like we left a lot of shit untouched, but oh, there's ten a, years. No, there's a yeah. lot. Can't cover ten years, man. We can't, no, no, there, there's a yeah. lot, but the fact, I mean, uh, we, 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 this is something we could even get canceled for. We've, we've talked about this whole decade. I don't think once we've talked about all the fucking dope shit female rappers, female fucking yes. artists have done. Oh this. my gosh. We, we get canceled for what? Talk about it or not? Not, not, not talking, talking about, about it. Four dudes yeah. around not talking oh, about female. Let's start, I, mean, I, was, <laughs> I was talking about this shit like literally 20 minutes ago. I was like, I was like no, we need to bring that shit up. Yeah. Well then, let's start with Nicki Minaj because she was the, the big, the pioneer, I guess, for a lot of rap, women rappers to really come out because of, you know, one album because yeah, one album going, You gotta stop throwing that word pioneer around so loosely, bro. Like, yeah, you know well, I mean, <laughs> in this Girl. decade, she also the lead. <laughs> yeah, this is. I guess one of the first. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's real to loose, bro. The loose. most popular. Let's just yeah. end it there. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I would say, yeah, the most she, popular yeah. in this decade, which led to more like female rappers in the game to get even more popular. I don't know. Pass the torch of that most popular female rapper. But, but, but here, look, my this because is it's hard. It's hard for this, me to. I know, but this is my criteria sentence. of like. I guess we're just Nicki Minaj in general. How many? When I think of passing the torch, when I think of how many artists Drake has put on, like even the the the, the artist Kendrick Lamar has put on. How many artists have Nicki Minaj put on? Yeah, like how many? How many women artists has Nicki Minaj collaborated with? Yeah. To be like, I'm a I'm a woman rapper. You're come do a song with me so that you can go to a, the next level. Most most females don't even credit Nicki Minaj for. Yeah. Most of them don't. It's so strange. Like it's weird. It's very it's very odd because she's done a lot. That's the she's most done a lot. She's put out music consistently. Platinum for records too. With double platinum. Yeah, with major artists, very visible. Very visible, and yet, and even like you know, she's got bars. It's not like it's yeah, not like yeah, she can't yeah. spit. She does. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she can spit. She's spit. She can yeah. spit with some top. She's been on a record with a lot of top tier artists. It does. It does. Jay Z's, Eminem's. Yeah, it does beg the question, though. Is like, are female artists or female rap artists like more respected in this decade or less respected? Because I remember. I would mm-hmm. say more. I would say more. Yeah, I more would say more. I, in the, I, I, th- I think based with, off this year. Yeah, I would say based off the last couple of years, but yeah, one yeah, I, I, I think, would say. Yeah. I, I think towards the end, the late part, late of this decade. decade. I think Nicki Minaj is kind of a. It's kind of an outlier in this situation, because. She. At first, a lot of the hit, a lot of the disrespect she was getting from. Little Kim and stuff like a lot of that stuff was unwarranted. Remy like, mm-hmm. yeah, Remy Ma. Like a lot of that stuff was unwarranted. But this whole time, she's had the facade of I don't give a fuck about about what you say. I don't, you know, which is fine. Yeah, to have to have that fucking 
beats up. I that's awesome. You fucking and she and she held that through her music and she killed that stuff. But stuff started coming about about a lot of the actions that she did, where people were just kind of like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. Which like, actions were those? Um, the 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 way she treated Cardi B on the set, I, I that was one that a lot that had a lot of people up and kind of like, you know, what the fuck, Nikki, kind of thing. That is more recent. I'm. I want to do, say, do, do not a lot of people give Nicki Minaj respect because she is a black woman. Hmm, I, I should not be now. looking at. I should be looking at you while I ask this. No, yeah, you, you you say it. Go ahead. No, that's my question. I was I was just thinking, what is your opinions about it? I know why you're asking me. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's definitely true, and 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 I I say I say it like this, like I say like I feel like in this decade they're less respected, and I say that because man, it used to it used to be like female rappers would come straight up rapping. And it wasn't really like too much of the the pop appeal going mm. going for them, like you know what I'm saying like Lil mm-hmm. Cam like she came, I mean I guess I guess she's she kind of had both you know what I'm saying but it was like she could spit some hard shit, like Eve Rough Riders spit mm-hmm. some hard shit hard shit hard shit you know um, Remy Ma hard shit. You know they weren't. Real mama, I might. I think I agree with you now. You know what I'm saying, but now it's now it's like. It's changed. It's changed in a way because. Honestly, it seems like. It seems like dudes aren't really listening, to, their, music like that. You know, like with <laughs> with like Lil Kim and stuff. It's like dudes were listening to it because. It was like, okay, she on, you know, they they team like she on with Biggie and yeah and all of them and and uh, Nikki was with Young Money. She was with she was with Young Money, but I feel like she came out with Itty Bitty, and so she already had people like prior to that were like listening to her stuff, and so when she came on to, I don't know, I feel like when she came on to like Young Money, like people like. She brought her fans to that group, but mm. I don't feel like it was the other way around. Man, I seen this thing. Mm. I seen this thing of uh, her like performing on stage. It was like Louisiana, something like that. Mm. And this is like I think like fairly recent, like a couple years back. So mm-hmm. like she's a well known person, you know, obviously, but. She was performing, and the thing the thing was, you know, she killed it. But the thing was, it was, like, this whole thing of, you know, the people came to see, like, Wayne and, like, the other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not yeah. really, like, her, like, yeah. spitting for some <clears throat> I mean, reason. I agree with you because I feel, and this is where it's, it's in the age where we talk about how we're progressing as yeah. a culture. Yeah. This is why I agree now with you where they're getting more disres- less respect. 
because I like you talk about when rappers back in the day when they were rappers, they were I feel like rappers who just happened to be women rapping. But now I feel like it's and rather it's it's double folded. You know, I feel like where it's just like rather just wanting to express yourself. But it's also I feel like going with the sexualization yeah. of rapper yeah. female rappers nowadays yeah. was just like if you're not where it's like look at a rapper like Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Rhapsody mm-hmm. should get just be as big as Meg, yes. Meg the Stallion. Yeah. But she's not sexualizing herself. It's like I fuck with Meg the Stallion. I've no yeah, issues with weird. Meg the Stallion. But I feel like most at least men I know talking about Meg the Stallion isn't because how hard her bars are. Rather her bars are hard or not. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I so it's like so it's like if I'm not looking for you to be a rapper, yeah. I'm not going listen to you as a rapper I, it's I, more comes into like an objectification kind of thing it's like you're yeah bad. i feel you that's so why it kind of sucks what you're saying. it kind of yeah. well, sucks it does well, well here's the other side of that where as it, as it could be looked in as, as as a more objectifiable way a lot of girls that i talk to also look at it as, a, as an empowering thing no that's what i'm saying that's why yeah. that's why yeah. that's why i feel like it's double fold because yeah. there's I, as, to it. Yeah. as as a woman do what you want Exactly. If, yeah. if you ask to express yourself, but as a man and living in a culture is just like where we are very much dealing with a patriarchal society, society where the woman is objectified, where especially the black woman is the most objectified in this culture. Objectified in what way? I'm not disagreeing. Objectified I'm just as in looked at as a sexual object. Or just like a doormat. Like, yeah. Just overlooked. Okay. Like yeah. deserving the least respect. So it's just okay. like... If I... It's, it's, and that's where... That, that's a whole different conversation of just like... Oh, if yeah. I don't even respect... Like this is... This is where... Horrible the side... It's like we... Like almost society is like we still deny about how fucked that we are as a country. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like if you're not even giving the woman respect as a woman, as a human being, it's like I'm not going to look at you as a rapper. I feel it's like... like that men do... I feel like it's also another thing too. It's just like a lot of Nicki Minaj fans are in the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like she definitely, I mean, she has a voice for that. Yeah. But it's also a thing where it's just like if you got these folks and the people, you know, with uh, YMCMB in the same building, you know what I'm saying? These hard. You know, body gangster rappers that a lot of misogynistic music. Yeah, it's it's you know what I mean. Yeah, like it, it's it's definitely gonna be you know some type of some type of uh, tension going on there. Yeah, mm. and so I feel like I feel like that tension has emanated into being a thing where it's just like okay, like she can spit, but we are gonna put her over here. Yeah, you know. Rather than the center, the center of yeah tension, yeah. Unless A, B, and C. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, cause she, I mean, cause she's been in the center a lot, and in that, in in, in the example that you gave, where yeah, people came to see Lil Wayne and stuff rather than Nicki Minaj. You gotta, I, I'm, I'm imagining this was more earlier in the decade. It was like 2016 or something like that. 
or 17. Like, I've seen it, like, I've seen it recently. That festival only started a couple years ago, so. Yeah, like, I've seen it, like, recently. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be pretty hard to make the case. I mean, especially just for, I mean, I'm just speaking majority-wise. I'm not speaking for every individual person. Yeah. I think a lot of people would rather see Lil Wayne than Nicki Minaj. I'm not saying it as, like, a bad thing. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. Is it, do people not respect Nicki Minaj as a fem- as an MC because she is a woman? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying in that case, no, because it's just, I mean, Lil Wayne fucking is Lil Wayne. Yeah, but but still, not but I but still I would still think I don't know I would still think that you would still appreciate the Nicki Minaj show. Oh, yeah, like even if yeah, yeah, you like, still yeah, like yeah, even but if to be you, like I don't even want to hear it. I mean, I mean, was that like the vibe you were getting? Were people like booing her off the stage? No, like she was talking about it. Oh, right, <laughs> like, on Twitter. Like ranting on I Twitter. mean, it, 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 she was talking about it, and it, and her her fans were talking about it. Like yeah. it was just like, yeah, like they're not really they're trying to act like she not Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is like doing a show, like so killing the Nicki, game. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's like Nicki Minaj right now. On you know, stage. but it's like you know she's a major artist. Yeah, but it's like. People don't want to give her props. Exactly. Yeah, people I, don't I, want I to I mean, give her... I think people do give her props. I think people do. I think her fans give her her props. That's the thing. It's not the major pu- public. Like, the people, I, like, like, people, like, 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 you're talking about, like, I know, like, but, like, in terms of, in terms of, I guess, recon- recognition or so, like, Lil Wayne, where, you know, everyone well, knows you're literally talking Wayne. about one of the greats at, at that point. Yeah, but still, even if, even if you talk about, like, she is one of the great... To female rappers who exactly. it's, it's not, it's not but we're it's acting not. like she's not it's not it's no not. we're not we're not we're not saying no i'm saying not. but the average person you're like the, the average person is gonna sleep on she's her being in the game for 10 plus years yeah like yeah. that's not especially in hip-hop that's not easy no it's yeah. not and so and she's not going off anywhere soon either but people but people the way people talk about Nicki minaj is like nah she just popped up yesterday she's not that fire i don't think so or I don't she know. ran I don't... her 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 race, in terms in terms of like. I don't know about that, but I definitely feel like people just don't give her her dues. Yeah, that's so that's right. what I mean. Yeah. yeah, give her like what she's accomplished. Yeah. Compared to like Cardi I'm a, I'm B a or something. Camp on that. I think I think people do respect the fuck out of her, especially people in the industry. I think definitely do her fans, Fairweather fans. I think majority of people do. I mean, granted. I could be wrong. I've been wrong many times before, and if she was feeling, if she was feeling some type of way about that concert, especially, you know, you know, there's always room for improvement. There is, yeah. but I personally, in this thing, I think other people are. But there were other MCs in this decade. You might is that cool? No, yeah, you know, you good. We didn't even talk about uh, K Dot like that. Do you know what artists we haven't talked about? His favorite artist. I'm surprised you haven't brought it up this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Mac Miller. No, we haven't said we haven't <laughs> said J Cole this whole time. Yeah, we have. I, I've said him a couple times. Yeah, he said him a couple well, times. Well, you mentioned Dreamville, but not Jake. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mentioned Cole a couple times. You just, we just didn't divulge into it. It's just, yeah. that that should be a whole that, episode. I mean, that, that's, that I mean, that's, whole... that's, that's, that's about, I'm on the camp as well. You know, it's like, when people talk about, like, who the greatest, Drake and Kendrick. I, I, <laughs> J. Cole, no features. Is this like, Don't platinum, no that, features. And that, I know. And that's, so, what, that's what one it's person. It's so the, funny when people talk people about that. People ask what one person in the corner would be like, 
No features. Double platinum. <laughs> Double platinum. I'll be like, bro, but Grammy it's not, nominated. But it's not Kendrick. Calm down. But with but other like, people. <laughs> yes. uh, I was listening to that song because um, my phone was dying, so I was listening to the radio, and uh, that song that the baby's on with uh, oh oh I'm right. Oh, oh. Okay. No, no, DaBaby was saying that he went double platinum with no features, too. I don't know if that's true or not, but... <laughs> but I'm about to be so... I'm going to have to fact check that one. I, I mean, mean yeah. if he did, people are just going to say... People have a rebuttal from my argument. Like, no, J. Cole, J. Cole. He, de- he, de- he definitely important, man. Yeah, and he, he's and, important. And, and I think he, he's, he's important because he's actually, like, one of the artists that... Um, he... He turned around and and actually like touched the uh, the people behind him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and and he's still doing that. Yeah, still and down. he's and he's still doing that, and he's doing that um, with artists that people feel like he shouldn't be doing it with. Yeah, like, like Young Thug. Oh yeah, yeah. You Young know Thug. what I'm saying? Smoke <laughs> perp too. Smoke perp. Yeah, he gave, gave Trippy yeah. he gave Trippy read the cosign and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so he uh, he he's he's definitely. He even had conversations with Lil Pump. Yeah, I was watching yeah. this this video because yeah. we we always have this conversation like J Cole versus Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, just give it up, bro. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, it's so unfair because J Cole is so good, man. He's like, he's so amazing, amazing. Yeah. Everybody knows I'm a, I'm a very much J Cole fan. Features but has Cole been on this year? A lot, a lot. But, a so lot. But, 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 <laughs> literally, he's been on. I mean, I can name, I can name every J Cole album, and I can't say that for a lot of artists. Yeah, I'm just saying. But hey, no. So I was watching this video, right? In in the hopes I'd be able to watch this video, and from after that, I'd be able to have some more shit talk to, talking to do with the West. Yeah, oh. it didn't come out that way. <laughs> so the so this video put out this. It's like Kendrick versus J Cole, and I was like, oh, I'm about to watch this and fucking grill West next to my CM. With yeah. some facts <laughs> from this uh, guy. Is yeah. what you do when I'm not around and I'm studying other school bullshit? You yeah, trying to figure out how I can get one up on Kendrick over J. Cole. <laughs> so they, they compared it, and I'm glad they did it this way because any other way would have been straight blasphemy for the website. Because Because <laughs> how can you really say? It doesn't matter who you say. Yeah. One side, both fan bases are big enough to flame your ass in your in your little ass. Not yeah. not little hip hop well, blog, like but great compared debate. compared to all their fans, they're gonna roast your shit in the comment section. Because uh-huh. they're like, yo, we gonna compare these two lyricism versus content versus mixtape era versus album era versus <laughs> feel me like influence in the game. Whole <laughs> shit. Point being, it ended up five versus five, and I was just like. I'm kind of mad Whoa. that you did this because I really want a winner. Whoa. Because it, cause it brings up a lot of good points. It brings up, if you talk about different styles and flows, goes to Kendrick. Mm-hmm. If you talk mm-hmm. about who had the, the harder mixtape game, Cole. Cole. Who had the harder albums, Kada. Who has the biggest influence over artists, it's still debatable because we're still early to the times, but the fact that J. Cole has his own record label, Kendrick does not. Mm. The fact that J. Cole produces albums, is a producer, and is an executive producer versus Kendrick being very hands-on but does not actually produce. So when you talk about each of them as a whole artist, that's when you came up into five to five. Because when I, when I always compare Kendrick to J. Cole, it's always on a rapping basis. Rapping mm. and project bases. Yeah. But when you compare, when you compare, yeah, when you look at the big picture yeah. of being like 
yo, the, I have Ari Linux. I have Cause. I have Boss. Like these are my artists. You didn't even yeah. say JID. Yeah, JID. These are artists. Feel me? Like it's like even working with Young Thug. Yeah. And he and like I per, I didn't I didn't I don't feel this way because I maybe because I'm just a Kendrick stan where I just like he Kendrick just sounds good on everything. Yeah. So but not the Taylor Swift record. He I don't listen to that record, but I'm like Kendrick did his thing on that record. I don't listen. To I don't. That. I can't believe you haven't heard that. Like that, that was that's anyway. a hard that's a hard record, bro. I did listen to it a little bit while that I was out. It's not in my playlist yet. But but so people say that Kendrick sounds out of place on some of his features, like on Mask Off and Two Chains. But I'm just like, I like Kendrick's version on Mask Off. Yeah. I like Kendrick's version of Mask Off record than the original. But J Cole, I can I can't agree that J Cole on features like the J Cole and Young Thug feature. J Cole really got big, like J Cole does fit very well on features, most of his features. Yeah. I can't really think of anyone he doesn't. Fit well. I just, I just don't want to be like so late. Yeah. Like every, he killed everyone, but he probably did. He killed everyone. Yeah, he probably did. He probably did. Both. You know what I'm saying? So ability. it's like when you talk about like both, like you said, like as the whole picture, it's just like oh, okay, I'll give them both five to five. Yeah. Nah, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I think that they just need to collab and just get it over with. See, that's like, they just, <laughs> sorry. That, I'm sorry. That's I don't, I don't care who's better. Yeah. <laughs> that's the so one request. All like this, of the 2010. This is what I feel like. I don't, based off their albums and how they're, I feel like they're both, again, I feel like West feels differently because both nowadays, both their albums are so conceptual. That I don't feel like a whole J. Cole K. Dot album would be that good. I feel like it wouldn't be as cons- This is why. Because I feel like I I would have to see how. To, to but to tie that. in, how would you do a concept project with both those artists where it fits all the way through? Because if, if it's not, it's just going to be 14 tracks of rapidly rap. Which is going to be a better than ninety percent of what other people drop, yeah. but mm-hmm. as a Kendrick album and as a J Cole album, will that be like look, Kitsy Ghost? Is Kitsy Ghost? But Kitsy Ghost is good, but is it better than a Kid Cudi project or a Kanye project separately? Hell no. And that's how kind of I feel like a, K- man, a J Cole Kendrick project man, would sound don't like. Tell me it'll be good as don't, a great don't album. Don't tell me you don't want to hear Kendrick and K K Dot. You just give an overall songs. summary. A young black experience in America, but in two different perspectives, and probably you know it'd be cool. And this is this that's is what I'm saying. It, now, if it, that's what I'm saying, if they figured out to do a concept album, it would be fire. Now, listen, you just it, said it would not be that fire, though. No, no, no. I'm saying if it was, if it was not a concept rap. album. If, if it was no, I'm saying if, if the two of them could figure out how to do a concept album together, I think it would be fire. But I just I, that's just that's just bro, you're, that's taking, just, you're taking stuff back, bro. No, no, no. That's what I said. <laughs> Oh, that's that's just my fear of if they do do a if they ever did, you feel would it like be it cons- Yeah, no. That, yeah, what he's saying is that is that they're both so conceptual in their stuff. They just yeah. came together. It would just kind of be a basic rapidity rap album. It, but it has the possibility of it being that way. It, it would most but likely be that way. I, it, I, it, I had it, never it, thought if they're doing the concept you had just said. Yeah, so that's, that's previous. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, people thought the same thing about uh, Watch the Throne. Which was yeah. horrible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying and. and yeah, so it's just like, dude, Outkast been doing it for, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, and I'm pretty sure they can listen to music and be like, bro, this is trash. Like, it don't sound, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm right, saying? Right. So you gotta Which give, that, you gotta give them Say, some more faith. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta give them some credit. You know what I'm saying? For the last ten years, they're just yeah. taking. But it is, it isn't, it is important though. It is important though. 
because <laughs> I mean if we're putting J. Cole up with Kendrick, man, and we're saying that Kendrick, you know, accolades I think the whole literally Kendrick's end. whole existence is this decade. So it's like but we haven't gotten to J. Cole until like you know, this minute part is just like My is he part. the is he the most slept on artist? Like no, because we're talking about all these other people, bro. No, we just didn't want to talk. I just didn't want to talk for days about him. Yeah, that... I've, I've talked enough about him on this podcast. All okay. of our listeners have heard from Wes. Yeah, but they don't. But these hey, these listeners are gonna keep knowing I love Jay Z every. Bro, I've been, yeah, I've been hearing him talking about Jay Z. I've been hearing him talk about Bino. I haven't heard J Cole from you I, like that. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So be it. I'll still play him in my car. You can't tell like, me I'm a fan. <laughs> I think we hit the two hour mark. I just realized this will be a probably a two part podcast. I thought we can get two weeks out of it. No, because oh, yeah, we got Christmas. Oh, kind of Christmas. Bro. Yeah, family time. Now. We'll drop it like like with the other one's gonna be like the two days before Christmas, or we'll drop it. We'll figure that out. Later. We'll figure yeah. that out. But yeah. for that, actually, let's go around and just say some of the some of our favorite artists from mm-hmm. the decade. Well, actually, yeah, let's do that. Let's do. How about this? Three, three of this decade. Pick three. Pick three yeah. that you know I, that I, were your favorites, because I'm really curious to see. I got, I got, Although, yeah, I got I can, three. Okay, let's start <laughs> with them, the guest. Let's All right, yeah. So my my two. three, okay. Drake. I mean, I feel like everybody's gonna. One, one condition. They what? Can have talked about them already. That's what? No. 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 What? No. That no. discredits no. The, everything. The reason we talk about them is because we like them so much. <laughs> it's favorites. Favorites. Oh, favorites of the decade. No, that's wait. What's that's you said? What was the question, bro? You, we were talking about like. What was your question though? You, what you? What did you literally just say? It was dealing with top three top, of this decade oh, that you like that, that you really enjoyed listening to this decade. Oh, okay. So, so fa- top, top favorites of the decade that I've listened to. Yes. It can be even consistently you are listening to. All right, go to someone else first. Let me think about it. <laughs> I, was, I, feel, I feel like that almost ties into like almost like what were was it's like almost like was like, like, like top yeah, like almost like your top albums of the decade. No, 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 no. no that's different. I already I already said that Drake hasn't really put an album for, like so for me. So okay, well, the, right, if it's not the same question, then, then well, I am here, curious. Here's mine. What, here's mine. Yeah, here's mine. Up? In no particular order, Bino, Tyler, and then. According to Spotify, K dot. Because the reason why what those three. <laughs> well, like that's this. for me because because they do numbers and that's kind yeah. of weird. Um, for me, the reason why I picked those three. That's weird. They keep statistics. Algorithm, so <laughs> algorithm shit, man. <laughs> what, is that weird? It's not weird, but I don't know. Like their but <laughs> marketing. Exactly. The reason why I picked those three is Spotify told you to. It's just. <laughs> Sorry. What the fuck? What the fuck? Can I talk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Hey, bro, you gonna get it soon? Yo, 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 yo. soon. <laughs> That's why we did the podcast differently. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> you gotta edit all that out now. <laughs> all right. The reason why yeah. I picked those three is sonically, as in as a producer. This is from the producer standpoint. Mm-hmm. Those three. And I give respect to you know Drake and his crew and Kanye himself as a producer, so, oh. but so you know I don't fucking. 
is because sonically it's beautiful to listen to in terms of the progression, regardless of how young and how you know how old the the tracks are. Mm. It's great to see evolutionarily sonically these artists have gone through. You know, Bino started with like comedy and like very you know just like very fast trap beats or so to because of the internet, which is actually on top ten of my favorite albums of any genre of all time. Don't at me. Because I love the concept of how he made it into a play. But then all those tracks really, you know, you know, combined into something really cool yeah. as a concept. You know, and then Red, and then um, When I Met Your Mama, is that the... Me and Your Mama. Me and Your Mama yeah. is the name of the album. And that going completely 180. And then, you know, This Is America, yeah. which is a very big including the music video, a big mural of a picture of America today, I should say. How divided it is. Yeah. And especially for the black community, yeah. how it is, and how big of a struggle now with racial tensions. And then Kendrick Lamar, seeing the growth of him and his sound, when you said, you know, I know this sounds, I'm not a, I guess not a true Kendrick fan. Until, well, until, I hate people say that shit. Until, when you shown me his his EP, his Kendrick Lamar EP before Section Eighty, I didn't know it sounded like mm-hmm. this. Is that my overdose? No, no, the one before that, the self titled. Yeah. Oh. And it was yeah, crazy. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, the music, the sound, like sound wise, yeah, is beautiful." Yeah. And even got into Section Eighty, even better. But like, that's the cool thing about Kendrick was seeing him, and now currently keeping going. You know, I can't wait for the next project because yeah. I know consistently it's getting better and better. Sure, mm-hmm. my favorite one out of all of them is Tupimba Butterfly because of the the soul and R&B and jazz influence in that. So that's Wesley's theory on there, so that's dope. <laughs> that's Wesley Snipe. He has tax problems. That's not what that's about. Well, it's not, but I don't know. I don't know because it's sweat Wesley Snipes theory. No, no, it's no Wesley's that's... theory. Theory. It's just Wesley's theory. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought I don't know why Wesley time. Snipes on there. Like, maybe it's the lyric. About how Wesley sniped okay. your ass or something. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the anyways, Wesley sonically. The Wesley Snipes theory. Yeah. Um, but hearing that, and then Tyler Creator on top of that, and seeing <laughs> that coming from you know very immature, like you know, from a very young Tyler to now Tyler, really embracing that. You know, it makes me kind of feel proud for for him. You know, seeing how much he's gone. Yeah. Because I love progression, in yeah. terms of mm-hmm. in terms of sonically. If you can improve every year, no, because that's how I approach my music too. When I look back to my old music, to now, like I'm proud of like where I'm progressing because I'm being different every single time. Yeah. And that's what I like in music. If you're an artist and that you're willing to make changes, but then still keep the certain core things of a concept with your sound, man, you're already becoming one of my favorites. Winning. And so that's my top three, and that's my explanation of my top three. So I gave you guys time while I was explaining Mm-mm. who wants to go next. My top... I, I'm going to just leave this into my, one of my favorite albums, too. It's like my, my top three would be Kendrick, of course. Um... It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Um, Jay-Z 
which is this still. is not like his like well, I mean not still but Ooh. I mean still cause you, since you've known me yeah but even like we're talking about like I got into Blueprint Blueprint three like that album came out on like two thousand nine two thousand ten. So it's like the whole previous decade, I was not listening to Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? His first album came out when I was four years old. My dad does not like Jay-Z. He don't fuck with Jay-Z. My uncle listens to Jay-Z. He told me a story when my, when my uncle brought Jay-Z to him. He was just like, he's whack. I don't fuck with him. And I don't get why anybody would listen to him. I grew up in a West Coast household, jumping on the bed, listening to Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre music. So he was not in my forte. But hearing him... Studying him, I was like, this guy's shit. Talking about progression and shit like that. Third artist, which goes into one of my favorite albums of the year, decade, Blonde, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean to me is just, he's one, I think he's just as a human being. I just love his energy. Hmm. But Blonde to me is a, it's a masterpiece. It's it's a it's it's a work of art that needs to be framed and put in your home next to a Picasso painting. Ironically, the you album can't, is just the album cover itself is beautiful. Yeah. Ironically, you can't get the physical copy because it's different, whatever. But it's aesthetics, man. But to me, like that, when I think of like perfect albums that came out this decade, like I can literally name them on my on one hand uh-huh. and to me Blonde is one of those albums yeah that was a really great album mm. so Frank Ocean Jay-Z Kendrick for you okay and then Wes uh, YG Music <laughs> <laughs> for um, Savage J. Cole <laughs> Sad's Cole Okay, so Cole is more than them. Cole World. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to name Cole just because, I, I, we could talk for hours about Cole, but I, I think we do. Yeah, I just don't want to talk about it. But you got the Dreamville sweater, man. Let people know. Yeah, it's fine. No, 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 it's fine. If you rep Dreamville, no, because I have other things that I want to say. Yeah. Um, I think one artist. Uh, I, I we briefly we briefly mentioned him, but just when I was looking back at this decade, and kind of just. I don't know, it was, it was weird because I felt like I grew up with this artist because he was so close into age for me, like within with like within a year, and I felt like me and him were going through yeah, similar things. Who, Mac Miller yeah, was yeah. a yeah. <laughs> Mac Miller's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, 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 like, it was so weird because like during his passing, I've asked so many people, they're just like, yeah, dude, like I never knew I could be that sad about like a passing of someone, I, about someone who never knew I existed. Yeah. Like, about someone who never met me, who never anything, but I didn't know it could hurt so, so bad. We felt it too. We felt yeah. it too. Even if I wasn't as big as of a listener as you are, I felt it. Yeah. Dude, and it was weird because, like like I told you, I got tons of albums. I've had every one of his albums. I don't know why. It's not like I put them on, I put them on repeat and I was like, I'm like, I fuck so hard with Mac Miller, man, like yada yada, but like, I listened to all of his shit. I was a big, I was a fan of him and everything. And it was just one of those ones that you felt like you grew up with. Um, another artist, probably one of my favorite albums of the decade, um, came from this artist. He just, another one who's, who's still pretty young, but, and thinking back on that question of just like rappers that I did sleep on, uh, it was until this album, until my friend told me to listen to it. And then it, it this was one of the albums that I've literally let, that got me to start buying physical, physical CDs again. Cause I was like, 
dude, if CDs are like this nowadays, if albums are like this nowadays, oh, it's, it must be fucking the same. And it was Joey, it was Joey Badass. Yes. Before the Before the Money was a fucking oh, insane yes. album. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a great album. And, oh, and ever since that, probably in like 2015 is when I found it. I, I was just like heavily into his shit. Um, and he's just been... Rocking, yeah, he's had a, he's had a great decade as well. He's only mm-hmm. like twenty mm-hmm. something, like maybe younger than me. Yeah, I think he's only like twenty three, twenty four. Very excited to see where his career goes. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. He's got a lot going. Yeah, and we're, we're and, probably and, not yet. And his crew, his crew is so strong. Like mm-hmm. the people, who, like <clears throat> uh, Kirk Knight, um, fucking Nick Caution, um, CJ Fly. Like he's some talented, talented mm-hmm. people, and so. And he's also inspected deck on the Wu Tang side, oh, so he plays. Mm-hmm. Rebel. Yeah, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. He's inspected deck on that, and Dave East is Method Man. Mm. So, yeah. and I don't, for a third one, I don't really, I don't really even know because there's so many artists who come to my head, but they were kind of just like, I don't want to say blips on the radar because they, they weren't like that. I've had huge phases where I like listened to all their shit and then I just kind of moved on. Whether that be I Am Sue, Logic. Um, there was just so there, there was a lot of artists this year where I would just like really get into a lot of their shit mm-hmm. and then just kind of like fall back on them. Yeah. Um. Like I still check them out and like I still like hear some of their stuff, but yeah, those were those were two just like really really looking back. I mean, b- b- I mean besides Jake Wall obviously, um, and Kendrick and you do a certain extent Drake. Um. Yeah, looking back on the decade, I was just like, yeah, those were two artists that I really kind of fucked heavy with. That that had that had that kind of like impact that you want with music i mean mm. there's a lot of artists i would go back you know there would be if i wanted just to like feel if i if i was going to a party where i just wanted to feel like cool for a second yeah i would turn on g easy and for the past decade that was the person i'd always go to mm-hmm. but um but to have that kind of sort of impact on music besides besides the big ones that we that you that you guys have already mentioned and of course mm-hmm. Cole, um those are the two looking back on it that really kind of gave me that appreciation for music again not again but just like really highlighted it this past decade so then yours is mac miller joey badass i'm just gonna leave it there and cole and cole yeah and cole okay yeah. okay all right then uh finish it up shoot favorite artist of the decade you know it's crazy because like i was thinking about like artists like versus albums and stuff and um you said artists versus albums <laughs> yeah okay. yeah like artists versus albums because, um, I would have, I would have put, like, Jay-Z on there. But I felt like if you put, like, um, with, like, 444, because that was, like, such a powerful, you know, it was like the, the whole industry was on pause just to, like, listen to this dude, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the album. But I felt like if you, like, were to take a time capsule and to, like, play the album for, like, someone, like, 30 years in the future and be, like, this is what music sounded like today, like, that would be a lie. <laughs> because that's not what music sounds like today. Like, he was, you know, doing his own thing and, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, like, expressing, like, what, you know, what he was going through and stuff. But I feel like... But I feel like for me, like someone that's like actually, um, I guess 
I guess I'm gonna say like Kid Cudi, man, because I mean, even though his album came out in '09, um, with Man on the Moon, like it's like the stuff that we talking about, like suicide and like you know the sad boy culture and like all that stuff, like like he was talking about that stuff, man, and he mm-hmm. was like, you know, like uh, just like making hits off of or just like making music off of just like being introspective and like you know feeling the things that he was feeling and all that stuff man it's just and like a bunch of artists like accredit him you know Mm -hmm. and me going from you know being you know just strictly a fan to like of listening to his music to like being an artist myself and still like appreciating like what this dude has done like even like the whole like rap sing thing like Mm -hmm. and you know just like just like all of that i mean i can't really say like i guess i can't really say like an album in particular because i feel like man on the moon was like the one but it came before but just like him as an artist was like something i could always like i feel like he like you like changed the game with like how you can how you can be like as a person so Mm -hmm. and i mean that's so that's you know one of them um Man, I gotta say, I gotta say, uh, I mean, I gotta say Kendrick, man, because I mean, you just, you just can't ignore it. I mean, this dude's, this dude's whole discography is like, <laughs> it's like a timeline. It's like an MCU almost. Well, not even just that, but it's just like when we talk about impactful music <laughs> of the decade, it's like his whole discography is that. You know, we talk about you know, for, you know. I mean, just think about this. Like, I rem- I remember, and uh, and I have a unique perspective because I didn't come out to the West Coast until later in my life, just past few years. Mm-hmm. But for me, the only West Coast rapper that was really doing their thing was the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was it, man. That was it. And... After K-Dot came, it was like, you know, he came with his crew, and then it just started, the floodgates started opening with, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. different type of music. So I really feel like he bridged, he bridged the whole void of just, like, you know, um, the West Coast, like, making music and having albums and, you know, just, like, you know, actually being in the forefront. Yeah. Not even just the forefront, but just, like, having, like, a voice again. Yeah, having a voice. I remember, sorry just to cut you off, but I remember like probably being in like my first year at college and like that and just as becoming a rapper and like being like, okay, now I'm, I am a rapper. This is what I do now. Yeah. Thinking it's like, yo, there's no one on the West Coast doing it anymore. Like, yeah. Like, exactly. there's like, we don't have anybody used, speaking for us anymore. It used to just be like the OGs, like Snoop, you know, and then the game. Yeah. And then there's a whole gap. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's so weird thinking about it. Yeah, it's very strange. Cause so yeah, growing up in the Bay Area, like you would just hear about all these like people, and yeah. you would think that would be like on, like you hear like E40 songs all the time, yes. mm-hmm. or fucking whether it be whether it was I Am Sue S O B R V, whoever the fuck it be, yeah. and it'll be like, oh yeah, they're fucking massive and shit. You go fucking couple states over, they probably never even heard of Man Dre. Yeah. Yeah. And. That's just crazy to think about. Like I've never even like heard about it like that. Like yeah, there was a point in time where there was no one on the West Coast. Yes, like, yeah, and yeah. he had he he literally like 
gave a voice for that. Like, and I feel and he like said he was the king of New York. Oh shit! Yeah, and he had he had that, which I mean, had the whole rap game on. Yes. <laughs> you know, people not even from the people not even from New York was dissing him at that point. Just like <laughs> yes, and he had he had so many people in the industry. Just like you know, they they wanted to I guess like contribute and be a part of it. And it's just like man, this he, he this dude is shaking up the game to the point to where like you know he could you know even get even get recognized for a hip hop album as getting a freaking. Was it? Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, I didn't even know what the hell that was. Yeah, and then when I found out what it was, I was like, "There's no hip hop." Yeah, yeah. Category. See, like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, for a dude to just be doing that, that. it's just like, mm-hmm. bro, like, he's like literally like making art and pushing the the hip hop forward. So how can you not um, include him? It's almost blasphemous to to not. So I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna put K Dot on there, and then the third. The third person, man, you talked about favorites, <laughs> and it's it's man, it's 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 hard, man. But I feel like I feel like I gotta put Migos on there, bro. That's <laughs> good. Gonna, That's I put, dope. I feel like I gotta put Migos on there, bro. And 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 the reason why is I mentioned I mentioned the whole if you play that Jay Z album yeah. Thirty Years in the Future, yeah, man, this is what music sounded like, yeah. Migos the album though. Migos, play, is, Migos, you can play music. Now I can't say like I can't say a particular album. Yeah, I can't say that. But like a Migos compilation album, Amigos compilation <laughs> album, Amigos playlist. Yeah, you play it for someone thirty years in the future and be like, "This is what music sounded like today." Yeah, play you would definitely drop. be accurate. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's literally, um, wow. what I feel like because the whole like the whole thing with the whole um. You know the whole ad lib stuff and the whole yeah. like the trap. They really, <laughs> you know, the whole yeah, the, 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 that the, bounce the, and all that stuff. Like the triplet rhymes, like you said, like the ad libs. Yeah, all all that meter. stuff. Like you hear remnants of that in other people's like in other people's music. They probably got it from the and so every and 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 to a point to where everyone is just or people that's not really into it. They're like all the music sounds like that's. Yeah, <laughs> meaning it sounds yeah. like the Migos. Yeah, Migos <laughs> literally had a flow. Like the yeah. Versace flow was actually like a thing that they came up with and and did, and people and pi- were doing and that. literally pioneered it. Yeah, like that's. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? That's crazy. You know what's hilarious when you say triplet? There's three of them, and they use a triplet flow. Yeah, yeah. a triple meter. Just even that, I can't name That's any other so... rap group with three. No, I mean no, sorry, De La Soul. Um, no, is De La Soul three or four people? I feel like it's three. four. No, it's no, three. 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 Is it three rappers and a DJ? I think uh, that's that. Might be it. That's that. old school hip hop shit yeah. where the DJ, the, same thing the with DJ's Beastie in the group. Boys. Same thing with Beastie Boys. Yeah, they but like so, four. but three rappers. I mean, no, that's still in the, being three rappers, but like. Even being, still, even if the, that's, still even today, that's still a yeah. very still rarity. That's still hella rare. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's still hella rare. rare. And have it successful yeah. that big. Yeah. So I have, especially, I, in, especially in a time where it's just like the whole, um, you know, the solo rap, you know, I'm going I'm to do my own, like that, you know, the, mm. the elite artist type of thing was, was major for them to just, you know, come out in unison and, and, and stay like that. And... You know, just still be putting out and, you know, putting out influencing and, 
and doing all the stuff that they do, like I, I feel like I have to like no, <laughs> include the so. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, man. that's well, that's my three right there. I feel like it's right. even more fired at their family. That yeah. kind of. Yeah, that <laughs> I, I have I have one more question to to wrap this whole shit up. Drop the jewel, well, uh, real quick. Can I just add one more thing? Yeah. yeah. That? So, um, also with Mac Miller, um, I'm gonna figure out hit this question real quick. Uh, what? Hit the restroom real quick. You're gonna do it in the middle of a podcast. Unless you want to pee my pants. Fucking do it. <laughs> as long as we can't Cra- Just it, crawl under. <laughs> um, it's exclusive. It is the. What was I saying? Mac Miller. So my Mac oh, yeah. Um, so he finally. Okay, so when I when I say this, I don't want you to think I was just like against this at all because I'm not. But he finally like. But, like, the importance of representation actually hit me when I started to think about it with Mac Miller. Because, you know, as a white dude, you know, I, I was, I've always been like, yeah, like, we definitely should have more people of everyone. Like, I, like I've always just kind of been, like, nonchalant. Like, yeah, I don't care. I'm not against it at all. Like, what? Yeah. Um, but it totally kind of hit me about, like, oh, yeah, we definitely should. Because I was thinking back on it after his passing. And I remember being, like... <laughs> like a drunk like 16 17 year old kid walking around the streets of San Francisco with my buddies talking about like yeah dude when you start rapping and stuff we could do it like, we could do it like this guy like Mac Miller like we would watch yeah. his like vlogs and stuff like on yeah. tour and whatnot being like this dude's dope as fuck like what and and in a scene where there wasn't especially at that time like not a lot of like white dudes doing it yeah you could see yourself in that person so it was just kind of crazy about the same age too yeah same yeah. age and everything so i was just so like i've always been on board for representation i'm not, i wasn't like anti-representation yeah. before that but it was just like like actually like having like a personal experience with that kind of thing like was just like yeah kind of big for me to people <laughs> can't see this but like Najee's right now doing a mission it's impossible like a, it's, like a, it's like a reverse bear crawl that's like a crab walk. Because we got a camera. <laughs> but it's more like a scoot walk, a scoot scrap crab walk, because he's not really walking. It's more, he's more scooting on the floor. It's like a limbo, but he already lost. Hey, try doing this on 6.1. <laughs> Act like he didn't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have something very, very, very important to tell you. Aesthetic Nights is coming back. January 11th, Classy Hippie Tea off Broadway. All 12 months of the year are going to be themed with things such as anime, comic books, Harry Potter, uh, some other stuff, but I can't even tell you right now. It's secret. January 11th is based off anime. So if you love the aesthetic, if you love beats, if you love local art, most importantly, if you love anime, then you'll be there. January 11th, Classy Hippie Tea, 6 o'clock, $5. That's it. Slide through. And we're going to have vegan food. So be there. Thank you. Back to the podcast. All right, so while you're down there, ask us this last question. Drop the final question of the year and of the decade. All right, so out of the rappers who... This this would be an easy one to pick from. Not easy, but... So we've talked about a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. And they're basically like at... All the, most of the artists that we've talked to are like cemented. Like you, they are fucking great. Drake's... Coles, K Dots, Jay Z's, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're like there. Cardi B. Yeah, feel me. Like these are artists where it's just like you either know they're great, or even if you don't think they're great, you probably at least got a couple songs in their playlist every once in a while here and there. We're about to go into a whole new decade. 
a lot of artists a lot of artists that aren't doing arena tours you know what I'm saying that are still on the come up either locally or on a different level like maybe say like a Vince Staples who's like he's He's big but he's still growing as an artist Mm -hmm. who do we feel is going to going to or hope to a little about 70% going to 30% hope to make an impact in the next decade can I say something? Yeah, and my, I figure mo- sorry, and I sorry. I mean, I figure most of these artists are gonna say that we haven't said any of them, unless you, it happens to be Ben Staples, who I just said. But outside of that, okay, who do you think? It's a lot of the local artists here in Sacramento. Pick one. But I, it, it's hard though. I know it's hard. That's why I asked you last. Nah, you're asking the tough question. And the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, because there's two men looking dead. Me. I'm <laughs> sorry. What did you say? Because there's sorry, there's three about, MCs. Okay, there's three MCs. Oh, there's three people in this room right now. So. <laughs> in this damn room. Um Madcap, Najee, Jack, and Gria. That's four. No, excuse me. <laughs> there and Deshaun. Sorry. The reason why I say the local <laughs> artists I've I've worked with and those are examples. Yeah. Is because you know, we talked about Atlanta a little bit. We didn't mention Chicago as well. This past this past decade that really made a chance like a change and you said almost up- made a chance. I heard you. Ah. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I but yes. I was, yeah, yeah, Chance like, the rapper. Sorry, oh, Chance. Um, I know Same you love your wife. Like, I gotta bring him up. No label indie. Like, yeah, we, see, we still hit the ball. Sorry, can we do this again next week? Make it a, f- a four part podcast. So. The reason why I say Sacramento in general, mm. not just one artist, because that's yes, uh, yes, sorry, but, but that's my answer, because, I'm the answer. because and so the reason why I say that is because, sorry, my phone is like freaking. The reason why I say um, Sacramento is there's so much unique voices yeah. in here, especially with this time. In right now, in America, and like a lot of stuff we can talk about. Oh, there's people locked and ready and loaded. I know all three of you can can spit something. You fireworks. And so, it's Most for me. I say that. Then I'm gonna give ask you again. Excluding Sacramento artists, who do you pick now? Who I pick now? Mm-hmm. Um, so are we talking like rappers that are kind of like mid-level right now? Mid-level. We're talking about the Isaiah Rashads. The, like yeah, I said, the Vince like Staples. The okay. Yeah, Meg the Stallions. People like that. Okay, that, okay, okay. That can go, that can take the crown, is that what you're saying? That we feel is going to make a major ending. Like, like if we were in 2008 and someone said Nicki Minaj. Or some, or like, of like, like. And they said Drake. We'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah, like really that guy? You'd be no like, name. You'd be like the grassy. The you grassy? Think no name. No name. <laughs> okay. No name. No. I'm or not, yeah, yeah. or you could do this. If you keep breaking the rules, I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that trio that they just formed, Saba, Smino, and No Name together. Until, until, until the a, album comes out, I don't believe it. I believe it because they have a unique sound Ooh. and a very conscious sound too. So do Jake Cole and Kendrick, but we're still waiting. Sorry. But the song that they did together was by far the best on her album, I'm just saying. Ace. 
Ace yeah. is just a preview of that. Yeah. And so I say No Name as the front runner of those people because Chicago has some really beautiful like you no know, souls and it's beautiful artists. The, the reason it's hard for me to believe this is because No Name barely drops her own music. So that's why it's kind of hard for me to believe that a collab, that's true. That, that is that true. a trio would act like to get in the studio. And she is one to be really very, very, very minimal. Yeah. But yet, yes, it makes an impact, but it's very, very minimal in terms of her music. Yeah. So to um, see all three of them sitting in the shoot. lab. What, I'm trying what? to think. I'm trying to think now. Like, who is someone that we we've talked about or not talked about? Not talked about. Denzel Curry. Okay. You want to say it with a question mark? Is that your person? <laughs> <laughs> Denzel because Do you he, want time to think? We can because come back. Denzel, Denzel's made some progress, but I know he can do even more. Yeah. A little bit better than Zoo. Uh, Cloud Co- Cobain. Mm-hmm. Or what was it called? What was the album called with that? Um, Taboo. Said, Taboo, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that was a yeah, good, good <laughs> direct. That was a good direction. No, no, he did come out with one called Zoo as well. Okay. That was a good direction. Yeah. But I think he can do it at even a higher level. Yeah. Because he's got the flow. He's got fire. Yeah. He's got great beat selection. It's just now taking it with a better con- concept than Zoo. And putting that, like, and take Taboo. Yeah. Put it up five notches. Yeah. And then I, you're good. I ne- For Denzel Curry, I never put Zoo at the same level as Taboo. I never realized yeah, that. Yeah, I would have never. Because he said himself, Zoo was an album all of freestyles. Exactly. So that's why I, I, I'm like... That's why I'm thinking if he puts another concept album up there, oh yeah, he's going to yeah. get up there and he's going to probably help in the 2020s yeah. in terms of sounding getting bigger. Yeah. I think, I think Denzel carries uh, a, a personal watch yeah. in the next decade. What do you think? To, uh... If you excuse me. So you, said, you, actually, you actually had two answers. He still broke the rules. <laughs> yeah, you still broke the rules. I was trying, well, when he was saying oh, it, I was just I'm like, gonna, did he say someone? I know, bro. Technically. Three. I know. I'm trying to figure out one. I'm trying to figure out one artist. Right. He, he was All like right. the whole local scene, okay, I'll, no I'll, name, and Denzel right. Curry. I'll knock one off then. Okay. Well, well, okay. What okay. was the original makes, question? The original curry. The original question. Who's gonna have an is impact? One person. Okay, yeah. One now, person that yeah. you feel is going to make in that you feel is going to. Like rise to a night to to another level, like maybe like say like past their 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 tier, their tier. Yeah, yeah. Like how I look at like Kendrick compared to like I love Big Crit, but they start off in the same shit. Yeah, they have passed Big Crit. That's not <laughs> yeah, you just can't deny that. I but I love Big Crit's music. So yeah. who do you feel like out of the people who are in that kind of like that tier of like I, I keep saying Isaiah, Vince, and all that stuff like that. Yeah. No name, Saba. If you hit me with a third answer, bro. No, no. <laughs> I was gonna say, excuse me. I'm gonna use the restroom. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You kind of so, tall. I don't know if you can do this. Oh, I've done it. No. You didn't no, see me. No, 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 no. We got we got three more people. Come on. Huh? What? I gotta use. I if gotta you use if it you bad. could trust it. If you 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 tall. Let me move over. Meanwhile, use... go go discuss. Yeah. <laughs> go discuss. Who do, you, who do you feel like is going to like either raise through the ranks or make a major impact? Or do you hope to make, make a major impact? Or, like I said, 70% right. of who you feel and 30% of who you hope. So, I'm saying this in mind because I'm not in... I'm, just because I feel what, he, I, I feel what he's saying because I just got a couple names like going on in my head. Yeah. But I have to remind myself 
I'm not saying these other people are not. <laughs> you yeah. gotta do it. Okay, so but one person I I pick is Meg The Stallion, because I mean we talked about the whole Nicki Minaj thing, man, and and like I mean just what she's done like in the past like year, like I mean she's like the only person I feel like you know when we talk about that um, I guess. I guess, like, the whole, like, Nicki Minaj effect where it's just, like, people don't really, like, accredit her or, like, really, like, you know, yeah. other other female rappers don't really, like, be, like, you know, in the same room with her like that. But she was one that actually, like, did a song with her and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was, like, actually, like, kind of did the whole, like, uh, I guess, I guess the whole, like, Big Sean, Kanye effect type mm. of thing. I mean, not to say, like, Nikki took her under her wing and yeah. and did that, but actually just like got like kind of like a little cosign, like yeah, she you know she good, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Dope. And you know I feel like I feel like I will, I will put her because like this past like you know a couple year or two like especially like you know with Cardi B like doing her thing and like the whole like you know female female rap artist. I feel like she's definitely one that like shines and stuff like that, especially like someone that I feel like every time, you know, I hear mention of her, like she's just like, you know, still keep doing her thing. Like she's like on her grind and yeah. like, you know, really, really getting busy. Upward progression. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> progression and stuff like that. And so, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I'm very hopeful for like what she's going to do, like with her career and, and, and like what she has to offer and and all that stuff because <clears throat> I feel like I don't <laughs> you know what I'm saying I don't want like I don't want it to be a thing where it's just like okay like you know Nicki Minaj gone like we don't we don't there ain't no female yeah, no, rappers no more you know no what I'm saying just like a whole thing where it's just like ain't no West Coast artists like yeah, doing yeah. their thing right now you know what I'm saying I want to kind of keep you know hearing that going and keep. Um, keep being excited about that. So I'll say, I'll say, you know, my my one, yeah. and if I'm the only one that's gonna <laughs> stick to the rules, I'll say that. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll say Meg The Stallion is definitely one that is gonna have like impact on like the next decade. I can 100 percent agree with that. I just thought of this person. Um, so this person right now, I think, has the most momentum going into the next decade and what he decides to do in the next year or two can really take him to the next level which I mean I don't know how much bigger he can get but especially with this type of music but also he could fizz out pretty quick too so it's kind of a real it's either a real big hit or a real big miss and that's the baby mm. Mm. And That's a good point. I think he has like a ton. He, I mean, he is the hardest artist right now. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, 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 think, I think it's kind of hard to disagree with that. But is he just going to be a flash in the pan? Yeah, that's a good. I mean, that's a good point. Going through his stuff and seeing how people respond to it, I don't think he will be. Um. I think he'll be like Travis Scott, where it's not necessarily anything super deep, super insightful. Okay, that's not what I meant by that. Uh, it's not music you're going to 
listen, it's music you purposely put on because you want to have fun. Mm-hmm. It, that you that you just want to have a good day with. Mm-hmm. Um, man, and final stick to the rules. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. You stuck to the rules. Yeah, because not because I I had one answer this whole time. As soon as you started talking, as soon as you started talking, I thought you were gonna say someone else, but you didn't say them. So now I'm like, so what's the problem? Because I want to. I don't want to stick to the rules anymore. Okay, well, I'm not but sticking, no, I'm the sticking, sticking to the rules anymore. I just want to tell the rules. Damn, I was going <laughs> to stick to the rule. He's still, though. No, I just want to say that because it pisses you off. Damn, you horrible <laughs> people. Bro, you, you have a second person, too? No, no, no. Oh, I, no, no. no I, I'm not no. going to say my second. I have no, no, no. a second person. I'm I, not going to say it, though. No, I, okay. I only said that because me and him on a podcast argued about rest no, I heard for like it. 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're saying that for other people. <laughs> he said, nah, I heard it. <laughs> uh, episode twenty five. <laughs> no, I think that was episode three, actually. Was, I think it was eight. I think it was a couple of episodes. I have to go listen to it on the way. Yeah, home. it was it was probably a couple of episodes. I remember oh, what I feel. I'm actually now gonna listen to one of our first ones. Yeah. I'm I'm still trying so, to get over Russ and like accept him as like a, a <laughs> mentally talented people. Episode ten, that's what it person. was. Episode ten. Yeah. <laughs> he he's he's very talented. I don't right. know why it's hard for me to get into him like I, I, I also just think, even if you don't like his music, you need to pay attention on how he's running his business. I like his yeah, his business perspective yeah. is. Good. I, I, I like I, I mess with all that, and I and this this is where it's just like I I soon as I, and this is where just like soon as he was just like my favorite artist is Drake. I was like okay, kind of makes sense to me. Like it, like he's very good at writing pop hits. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't listen to pop music. I think that's really what it is. It's just like, I, like, and he probably does rap, but those aren't the songs that ever get my ear. I'm not m- enough of a Russ fan to go look for the rap songs. So all I get is pop songs. And I don't like pop music. So it's just mm-hmm. like, it just, it just okay, ends up being yeah. a bad combination. Um, but we, you brought up Russ. So Russ was yours? Awesome. No. All right. End the podcast. <laughs> my, my person, I'm dead. My person is Mick Jenkins. Oh. oh, see, oh. you guys both did the same damn thing. That was because they know how fire he is. He is. Yeah, Mick, Jen- Mick Jenkins. His his last project was absolutely fire. Pieces of a man, like from a from a a, a concept. People who haven't heard it's a concept album. Pieces of a man are just talking about like yo, just that, that looking at different production. parts of myself, and it's like fire, from, fire. From a production standpoint, that that album's and amazing. No, I mean, that Gwendolyn. Yeah, bro. That <laughs> bro, that shit, bro. The whole not thing. shaking his head like that. Nah, I wish I made that. Dude, the whole project is fire, bro. The whole project is fire. Fuck you, you need, if you want to talk about, you want to talk about who's yeah. the, who's the hottest DJ in the game. Who do you feel like one of the best DJs in the game right now is? What do you mean, producers? You mean producers slash slash DJs? Some of upcoming, oh. upcoming New young DJ slash producer. Fuck. Is it not Kachinata? It's Kei Trinata. Yeah, it's Kei Trinata. I'm going to be honest. I don't know who that is. K-Trinata. What? You don't know it's, who Kei Trinata... It's, K- it's, it's oh, not really in your lane, but if you're talking about like who's... Who, if you're talking about a Kei Trinata is one If you're talking about a producer who's on the verge of creating their own sound, who's someone that a lot of people want to work with, Kei Trinata. 100%. Yeah. His last album, Fire. Yes. He just came out with his, his newest album two days ago. Mm-hmm. Mick Jenkins is on the album. So it's like Mick Jenkins been dropping fire. I know being on the Kitchenada album is going to take his like Kitchenada still is a, a smaller artist, but I feel like the, there's more people who know Kitchenada than he, more people that know Mick Jenkins. Exactly. And Mick Jenkins slayed the shit as always. 
So I know that's gonna help his career. The oh, kick's yeah, not, and it's just I'm, like him consistently. He's just a duo, consistent. That, I'm wondering if 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 Mick Jenkins is gonna be like like on some big crit shit where he's always dropping like hot shit, but people just be sleeping on it. Mm. Or like, I wonder. Yeah. That in this, this, because <laughs> yeah. that, that's where I get stuck. Because like his 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 music is so great. Yeah. Where it's just like I don't want him to be at a big crit level, and I mean I don't want him to be stuck at a big crit level. Yeah. But then I'm just like his music is so time, like, um yeah just like so so what conception yeah what even so does he even does he even care yeah. if he, if he might be at a big crit level and be like this I this is fine with me <laughs> yeah I have no pro- qualms with this but just as a as a fan of his, I want to see him go to the top. Yeah. And so just sure. like, but knowing how is, is, but then Kendrick does it. So just like, is, does, almost like the country want a Mick Jenkins to be at that level? That's, that, that's the question where I'm like. And Chance did it. Yeah. For Chance did it. But, Chan, but Chan, Chance to me, his music is a little like, corny. not corny, but just more safe. Yeah. Same thing with Logic. It was kind of. It's still kind of safe. It's, like after, I, well, after as he got more popular, it got more safe. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that. Well, because he that. was also protecting. Like if I keep if I keep doing my you know fire stuff, like no, before everybody, yeah. it was that that one, because I think in my opinion that was his last strongest album was before uh-huh. everybody. What was that? What was that one? I feel the like greatest in, uh, yeah, story like ever told. Or something. Ever told. Oh, that was a good album. Or Young Sinatra. All those were good, yeah. except for me. Well, four was all right. Four was all right, but the ones beforehand yeah. that were mixtapes, like big mi- mi- like, Lottie's definitely to me a mixtape artist. Like his mix, he can definitely mixtapes over his albums for me. I get what he's trying to do for concepts, but then some of them are hit and miss. Like Bobby Tarantino was a hit. Uh, sorry, I miss. Everybody was kind of at middle middle for me, uh, but then greatest story I ever told. Was well, that Under Pressure was amazing. Under Pressure was that amazing. is probably his strongest cool. concept yeah. album is Under Pressure. Yeah, because it really had the elements of mixtape in there, but in a concept album. It was, it was like a J Cole when he was first coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he had that heat and that hunger. Yeah, yeah. that was one of the he was still... I was thinking about saying, but then I was like, oh. As far as what you talked the other decade? Yeah. No, not not even. I almost said logic. It's like influential. Oh man. Bro, I remember I used to like I used to steady listen to Asher Rock. I was on the Asher Rock shit heavy. Fifteen hundred or nothing, the Paps and Jazz. Oh word. That shit We need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) He don't know about Paps and Jazz. I thought I was the only one, bro. (laughs) What'd you know about fifteen hundred? People people don't know about Paps and Jazz, bro. This his his collaboration project he did with Knots. Oh, uh, man. People be sleeping on Asherah, bro. He will think he only got um, Asherah. Uh, sleep in the bread aisle. Like, dude, dude came up with some fire. Dude came mm-hmm. up with some fire. So yours is Mick Jenkins. Yeah, Mick Jenkins for sure. Like I think. His wow. Last a decade. That's all you guys need yeah. to hear. You I was listen to any other podcast, any other outlet about the decade because that was it. Legit. Was. This is a two-parter, and we just mm. finished. You we know what I just realized hours. too? <laughs> You're just real. At the hours? time when this yeah. when this second part releases, like eight, ten, eight, twenty. I'll I'll say this, and the viewers will know by the end in two weeks or so because really this is the second baby. part. This is, will be the fiftieth episode of Sack Vibes. 
We're ending the decade with the 50th episode of Sack Vibes. No, this can't be a three-parter. This is a two-parter. This is a two-parter. Hour and a half each. Yeah. So, you know, we're... I want to say it and take the time. Uh, You guys can take the time, too, to say so. And as a person that listens to our podcast is... We're really grateful. We've hit 50. Yeah. We've hit 50 episodes. And, you know... Like, I came in the seventh episode in 2018, around early summer. And, you know, meeting with these two, we're already halfway through 100. And, you know, doing this, you know, we, we take time of our daily, our daily lives to do this. You know, and we do it for Sacramento. And, and talking to amazing artists like Ven here. And is also a a fellow, you know, follower and listener is amazing. And we get sometimes comments from random people here in Sacramento and be like, yeah, I know who Sack Vibes is. And it blows our damn minds because actually (laughs) we actually do reach out. And I don't know what y'all have to say, but I can't wait for what the 2020s have for us. And to interview even more people, we just had only scratched the surface yeah. in 50 episodes. There are so many more people that we want to interview, regardless of what genre, what position, and what like what career they're in. As long as you know they're contributing to the culture here in Sacramento, whether it's music, performing arts, business, sports, electronics, I don't know. You know, you're contributing to the city. And it's and all on the rise. I'm telling you. It's definitely on the rise. And you say Tanya? I'm telling you. Oh. Yeah. Tanya's on next week. Yeah, I was like, Tanya. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man. And Tanya. <laughs> and I was like, what? what? Tanya. That's such a weird thing to end it on. <laughs> you know, Sacramento's growing. And Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really rude of you to say about Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya's gonna find you. It's like, I know her personally. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, you, what are you doing? She's, she's Personally, uh, she's so nice. No, but uh, thank you, Tanya, and thank you. <laughs> no, uh, anyone who actually takes the time out of their day to listen to us talk about whatever it is that we're talking about on that particular podcast, we honestly do. We honestly do thank you. Um, there was a time we so we started back in 2018. I think it was March or end of April, or beginning of April or something. You were like 18 months in. And we're about 18 months in and. Last year was kind of easy when it came to this. We uh, <laughs> we were we were excited. We had a place. We uh, it, it went off, it went off with a lot of hitches. It was, we we just had more time. We just had a lot. We we were just able to dedicate a lot of time to it. And we had, we had a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. We're still having tons and tons of fun with this. We would not be doing it if we didn't. But we did have more rough patches this year, and. We have figured it out. We have grown as a team, we've grown as the Sack Vibe family, and we're really happy with where we're at right now, and as we grow, we're looking to get not only back into that phase of when we're putting out a lot of stuff, putting out a lot of whatever, we're looking to get even better. We have a lot of plans, we have a lot of stuff we do want to do, so we do thank you for sticking with us, and if if you just started listening to this episode, if you've been listening since the first one, if you've been listening halfway through because your friend was on it or whatever, we do appreciate it so so much. Yeah, we cannot say. We thank you a lot. 
Najee? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, <clears throat> talking about the comparison of last year to this year, I feel like last year was definitely very, uh, very loosey goosey, very um, just kind of free. I kind of like freewheeling it. I think doing trial and error. Even yeah, too. kind of doing whatever. And then, like, this year we found, I mean, it's still a formula that we're, we're working to develop, but we fell into like a rhythm, you know what I'm saying, that like uh, this is how we do things and um, I feel like that's kind of where the challenges came in and just being like, yo, like how are we going to do it like this, or rather be like figuring out different camera angles, um, which room inside of this house to record in. Yeah, um, for the longest time it was a place, like we, yeah. we just didn't have a place to record at for a, for a while. Yeah. And that kind of left, I, honestly I, I think I felt like at some point it kind of put the podcast itself into jeopardy. Where we were just kind of not sure where, where we were gonna go, what we were gonna do, but we were blessed enough to have this place, and we're looking forward to getting a better place. Yeah, as well. Yeah, because we, cause we don't put out the videos too much. People don't know all the different locations that, but we've recorded the podcast in what four or five different locations now. It was yeah. It was one podcast I heard. Y'all said y'all was at like secret location. Oh, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That, you were, that was at his house. I was at so my we, old house. Yeah, all we, the secrets out. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't live there no more. It was in his backyard. That's why you heard all the nature noises. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I forgot movie. about that one. Yeah, so we did one part. We, we started at his that house. That was a fun one. Then yeah, his apartment. Kind of... One at your place. One at my old place. One at the weirdo's place, which is yes. asterisk. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the the weirdos interview was at their place, not not his house. Yeah, no, that was at the weirdos' house. Yeah, that was the only podcast that we traveled for. We hope to travel maybe sometime somewhere here and there in the Sacramento area. Uh, why do you think we didn't do that a, again? I got a room at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. We'll probably go to your place. Um, no, it wasn't. No, I don't say that. Like, we, it would just, the reason we don't do it again is not particularly that. It was just that that one in particular was just like, man, that was a lot of people. That was definitely like, oh, man. Yeah, definitely. We, we should have learned on that one we need more mics. But I mean, it's not like we didn't learn that we needed more mics. It's that we also don't have the funds for more mics. So not, not much is changing that aspect. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it changed a little bit, but it also didn't help that for half of the podcast, only one microphone was turned on. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, this yeah. Was before I came that was, home yeah. mixing. That was, that was. Yeah, that. Uh, see, see, that's what we're talking about. We're yeah, kind of freewheeling it and everything. And like learning things. It's so it's like, yeah. like, like having, having the rhythm of just like figuring out. Um, I feel like having the rhythm has allowed us to expand in other ways. Like where, where some podcasts, we would be hitting up guests like three, four days before. Like, you want to be on the podcast? Slide through. Yeah. No, and now I remember this. Yeah, and now and now we're like, like now, yeah, we're like we have the first six months of next year planned out. Like planned out. It feel me like, and that's not something that we that we had been doing before. And like, we have a structure like, yo, like, like even this what, what even that. like, we didn't even have a day picked of when the podcast was coming out. It was just like it comes out when it's ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like having the structure, and that's where it, it comes in being hard and just being like, okay, I have to do this on this day because this has to come out, and I like I have to do this and like feel me like so being being. Um, just being more on top of it. I think also on top of that um, is finding a way to even connect more with the Sacramento people here and, and that's where Aesthetic Nights has really now become now a staple coming 2020. I'm, that's a little, I feel like a, a little asterisk because 
Aesthetic Nights just started. Yeah. And a lot of the artists, A, that are at Aesthetic Nights, we haven't even interviewed them. Which will eventually yeah. happen. And we didn't meet them through, like, so it's just like, as far as, like, I can say, is was like, I've met other guests to interview the podcast, is going on as an artist and being and more in the Sacramento scene. And, and and really, I feel like since starting Psych Vibes, what I did not expect, I did not, the, 100% honestly, the reason why I started, or even I even hit up West to even start a podcast, because I'm a rapper. To me, it would just seem sense as like a promotion, if people can come check out something else from me outside of a rapper. They'll come see me on the podcast, and then they'll be like, "Oh, he's a rapper. Let me listen to his music." That's what I. That's what, that's how. Because Illmind, the Black Chat podcast was what originally. Shout podcast. out to Illmind. Shout out to Illmind. He's been yeah. a big influence on this podcast, I think. Uh, cool, I'm man. starting one. I think. Um, yeah, starting one. In, like he was, he was, a, he was a big influence on the early episodes. Yeah. Of of like kind of because I wasn't listening to other podcasts. And you got me on it too. Yeah, that's but. Funny. Um, but shout out to him though too. Yeah, Meeting him yeah, this I year. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. No, he he's a busy man. Yeah. He's but, five, not gonna say. <laughs> but um. Okay, yeah, no, but about Sac Sacramento in general, like, so I didn't have the expectation of Sacramento. To fuck with it so hard, like you said, we're going to different places where people are like, "Oh, Sacrifice!" Like I've heard of you, I've seen your podcast, or I at least I've seen your Instagram page. Or I've saved, uh, I've saved these episodes to listen to. Yeah, and the fact that people care about the things we have to say, so like that, like that, is majorly rewarding. That's not something I had expectations of for the podcast. Like even when you, you hit me up, you were like, "Bro, like I learned this from the podcast." I was like. You learned something from the podcast? Like, hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember saying that, but yeah, I learned tons of stuff. Yeah. Like, just like about y'all, but also just about Sacramento. I'm not, I'm not a Sacramento native. So a lot of like the stuff that's in the know I get from y'all. And so it, it's pretty dope that um, not only not only just with music, but just I don't know, just like in, in business or marketing or like, you know, just like what what people are doing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like what's popping up, what's, you know, I think uh, I listened to like the Reefer Ranger episode, man. I yeah. love that. Episode. Shout out to Reefer yeah. Ranger. Shout out to Reefer <laughs> Ranger, you know. Shout out to everyone. You know, just, yeah. just hearing, yeah. yeah, just like hearing like the good stuff that um, people are doing like in the community and for Sacramento, like. It make it makes me as an artist like feel like I'm like a part of of a community. So when I'm at home like doing my thing, like it, it makes me feel like oh yeah, like you know I'm part of something bigger. Than I'm not the only one that's working yeah, my ass and, off. And here. a lot of like with Sacramento uh, has, like you said, like it's, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of people doing their thing, but it's not a lot of like togetherness going on. And this is one of the few things that I've seen that actually has that just like you know giving people a voice getting people together and talking about like what they're up to and yeah of all ages of all colors of all orientations of all cultures mm -hmm. I think oh, that's amazing oh, yeah, 
I'm gonna ask one more question, and I want everybody to ideally keep their answer kind of short. I know this podcast is getting kind of long. You usually ask everybody to drop a jewel. I want all four of us to drop a jewel. Drop a short jewel for something that people can learn carry. this year. People can carry, learn this year, and that you can carry out into the next decade to 2030. So a jewel you can drop on the people just to carry in their heart the next decade. Okay, I'll go first. And it's something you guys sure told me. Make sure you got the camera. Okay. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm facing it. I'm facing it. Is am, am I supposed to say in front of the camera here too? Is love the process of it. Don't think about the you know the main goal. Like yes, think about the main goal, but love the process, even if it's rough. Love the challenge of it. That's why I've been learning this whole year. Uh, 2018 was a shit fest for me in terms of my life. It was also a transitional time of myself and finding out more about myself. But you know, with the support system of these two and you know my family and you know my girlfriend, is you know trust the process. With time, things will get better, and you might never know what's gonna happen. You might be inches away from that, you know, that moment or that milestone that you forgot. And yeah, I mean, love the process of it. Sure, have the main goal as the main prize, but love the process of it. It's so much fun. Okay. Oh man. Um. <laughs> I mean, I said I'll say this in lieu because. I was having this discussion earlier just about like, um, just about man, the suicide, just like going up and just, just astronomical numbers and it was talking about like the life expectancy for the first time, it's like going down because a lot of young people are just, you know, committing suicide and I don't know, I, I just feel like going into this next, next decade, the thing I'm going to say is just like, like it's okay it's okay to like be who you are it's okay to like just like express yourself truly and and even though like if the world don't understand you like at least be okay with yourself you know um i mean it's it's real tragic you know with all that going on you know just a lot of people a lot of people dying and you know that's that's just something that I, I really hope. Cause I, I study like a lot of you know stuff like individualization, self-actualization, and just like being the person that you're meant to be. And and it's just crazy to think that a lot of young people are you know giving themselves that opportunity or not having that opportunity because like their lives are being cut short. And so you know, I just I just want to give just a, a little piece of encouragement. You know, for anybody that's like dealing with that, you know, it's all right. You're not alone. And, uh, you know, you can just find some place in your heart that you, know, you can, you know, you can stay with us because we're all in this together. You just know you're not alone. Yeah. I'm gonna say do what's best for you. I think. You know when that when the movement of self-care and all that all that good shit and I think it's still 
seen as a little selfish. I've just been like, I'm gonna just take care of me. When we're, I feel like as a society, we're taught so much to, to give to other people, which it's, there's nothing wrong with giving to other people, but if you, if you don't fill yourself up with energy, then how do you expect to give energy to somebody else? And so I feel like this, and this is advice, of course I'm giving to myself as well as people as well, is do what's best for you, whether that's getting help um, from groups or therapy or talking to your friends or being selfish in the fact that being like, I want to chase my career path um, and really just looking at yourself and figuring out what is it, what is best for you asking yourself those questions, asking yourself those tough questions, and doing the work to figure out the answers, and once you come up with the answers, really, um, it's not even having faith, but having enough belief in yourself that that's what you deserve, and that's what's best for you, and, and even maybe even society even if it's something like society unless it's like horrible like if, if you want to be a child rapist don't fuck, don't fuck with <laughs> no, that don't don't fuck with don't that. don't do that but if um but if you if there's something like in in a good light that's like you feel like that's what you want to do rather it be like I want to be a painter but my father literally hates painters I don't know why like he just hates painters and he but that's what you want to do in your heart that's what's going to make you happy um and if that's what's going to make you your so i feel like um as spirits with bodies i feel like um we made an agreement to come to the planet for a certain reason and you got to figure out what that reason is and you got to live that shit boldly as the originator of the drool, the jewel dropper. You well, you brought it to the podcast. Yeah. The, origin, the originator of bringing the the jewel drop to the podcast. The populator. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag that. I never thought it'd be turned on me. Yeah. I just short. I just shortened it the one week you weren't here. Let's see. So, looking back on this year. this past year and you know, especially this decade I mean I'm sure we all can agree we've had very dark moments dark yes. spots that we've, had to, that we've had to trudge through that we've had to that we've had to get by and I actually even realized this today where I kept wanting to define part of my part of the reason why I was succeeding or part of the reason why I wasn't doing something was because of that bad part and that doesn't really relate, but I just wanted to say that just because I needed to, I just needed to hear myself say it out loud. Um, and just make sure that I don't use it as an excuse in this upcoming um, year, decade, and use the past. So yeah, don't hold the past against yourself. But the, the one I was thinking about that I did want to that I did want to say that I've been thinking about is just don't be afraid to enjoy life. There's been a lot of, I mean, there will be people who do try and bring you down, who do try and 
take down whatever it is and you might try and act a certain way to be cool, you might try and do a certain thing to impress somebody or make yourself feel better about yourself and the true only way to enjoy life is to chase the things that you want to chase, is to go after the stuff you want to go after. I think this year for me, I especially tried new things that I've been wanting to do, whether that was go to my first DDM show with, you know, uh, from people who've been on this podcast because they've introduced me to that side of life, whether it was going into a major that I didn't know too much about, but you know, I kind of like reading about it, so screw it, why not? Whether it was dedicating my time to more more friends and stuff, or even just deciding to enjoy myself at work when everyone else is having a bad day and customers trying to bring me down. And my best memories came from those moments where I was just like, screw it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a good time. And don't be afraid to enjoy life. There, There's so much stuff going on in this world. There's so much stuff going on in... That is not good, trust me. I, I am well aware of it. I do look at the news. I I study other other countries and stuff and I know how bad it is out there. And that just makes me want to enjoy the life that I have that much more because I know how blessed I am to have it. And as bad as it may seem, as bad as stuff may as stuff as bad as stuff may have, even if you get to the point where you do think about the only the only option you have is killing yourself, I can guarantee you tomorrow will be better. It may not be 100% sunshine and roses, but it will get better. I've been in that darkness before. I've been in the deep of the deep. And let me tell you from scanning right now, because 2012 to 2014 was a very, very dark point in my life. Um, And seeing where I am now, I... I didn't, I didn't think I would be where I'm at today, be able to be back in school, have the people around that I have, and just have the life that I'm living. It's not, not the one I ever dreamed of, but goddamn, am I happy to have it. Um, yeah, so not only thank you to the listeners, thank you to everyone who's in my life. I, yeah. I enjoy it, so do not be afraid to enjoy your life. We are blessed. It is all you have. We're very we're golf clap. This is a great way to end that decade right there. So with that, you know, this concludes episode fifty. You know, and we are really looking forward for twenty twenty. I am ready. I am ready. That's I I keep I'm 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 so glad to end it for people who have stuck around to the end of this two parter. Yeah, this two parter. Um, being that this is the the two part podcast of the music of the decade. Yeah. Last week was uh, part one, but yeah. part two, yeah. This is part two. Um, so we got to figure out if we're gonna drop it with part one or probably just part two because I'm just talking about it right now. But we are also going to drop a playlist that we feel that us four have um, personally curated. I said that was. This sound like I said that weird. Curated. Is that how you say it? Curated. Curated. Curated? Yeah. Okay, for sure. Not created. Curated. Yeah, curated. 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 Yeah. Curated. No. <laughs> That's how you say it. I'm saying it like this. Um, so, um, music that we feel um, that um, rather um, influenced the decade personally or culture wise. And so, by the time this episode comes out, um, definitely be on the look for the playlist. And. Um, 
yeah and, and I think you said it but like yo thank you for people tuning in uh, for all 50 episodes and just to 50 more into the 100th yeah yeah it's doable man let's do this 2020 here we come and as always enjoy the vibes